Welcome to Everyday Strong, the podcast that teaches parents, teachers, and other caring adults how their everyday loving actions can help their teens cope with anxiety and depression. Hi, and welcome to the Everyday Strong podcast. To start off today's episode, I want to ask you a couple of questions to help you think back to when you were in school. Growing up, what were your feelings about school? Did you look forward to going? Why or why not? How did your attitude towards school change as you transitioned through elementary, middle, and high school? Did you ever play hooky or skip class? If so, why? Parents know that school is important for their kids, but not all kids would agree. If you're a parent dealing with suspicious sick days or morning meltdowns, this episode should hopefully help you better understand school avoidance and how you can help your child get back to class. First off, there's a difference between school avoidance or school refusal and playing hooky. According to the Child Mind Institute, school refusal isn't driven by the allure of having fun outside of school, but rather by an aversion to school itself. Even kids who aren't usually anxious about school might feel nervous about going back after a vacation or bout of the flu. The goal is helping your child get back to school as quickly as possible, because the longer they stay away, the harder it will be for them to return. Dr. Lisa Demore, a clinical psychologist, recently made an Instagram reel about anxiety and avoidance. In the video, she said, When we are frightened of something or feel anxious, our inclination is to avoid that thing. The problem with avoidance is that it's a great short-term solution for anxiety. It does make the anxiety go away because you're not confronting the thing you're frightened of. But it's a terrible long-term solution for, for anxiety. It actually makes anxiety worse over time. So when you have a child who is using avoidance to manage anything they're frightened of that they need to be able to do, the thing that you want to do for them is to encourage them to take baby steps towards engaging whatever it is that they fear. End quote. So what kind of baby steps can parents take to help get their kids back in school? It could be something as simple as spending more time at the school playground or requiring your child to attend at least one or two class periods before they can request to return home. Our School Resilience Handbook recommends that you get the teacher's help in making the classroom a place where your child can feel safe, connected, and confident. Counselors and teachers can help by listening to your child's fears with empathy, giving the students special responsibilities, or adjusting the seating chart or class schedule so they can have more opportunities to be around friends. For some kids, attending school is fun and easy. For other kids, it's a real challenge. It's okay if school isn't your child's favorite place in the world. Most of us adults would avoid going to work if we could, but we've found ways to deal with the stress and show up anyway. Over time and with help, your child can learn these same skills. Thanks for listening and have a great week. If this episode resonated with you, you can check out our free resilience handbooks and online learning at www.everydaystrong.org. These tools tell you exactly what you can do to help the kids in your life feel safe, connected, and confident. You can choose to create a relationship with your children that will help them to learn to be resilient, regardless of the challenges life throws their way.